welcome to the Go Serve Others podcast, where we explore topics around leading, mentoring, and serving others. I'm your host, Mark Shropshire, and welcome back to the Go Serve Others podcast. Today, we are going to start the first of a three-part series on mentorship. This will not be the only uh, mentorship episodes that we have, uh, but it's a good starter to get kick-started into that. And our topic today really is how to find a great mentor, how to get started with that relationship formally. And uh, like I said, we'll have a couple of other episodes after this covering more about uh, that that relationship, the framework for mentorship, how to, how to set that up, how to get things going on the right track, and how to think about mentorship uh, from both uh, the the mentee and the mentor perspectives. But today we're going to talk about if you're out there looking for a mentor, how do you go about it? How do you find a mentor? How do, how do people even have mentors to start with? So we've got those three important action steps that we're going to talk about today. You know, we like to do three important somethings. And today it's three important action steps to starting a mentorship relationship. And it is a relationship. That's something we'll talk more about in this episode and uh, future episodes. But no doubt about it, a mentorship relationship. It is all about, it's all about the mentor, the mentee and working together, two people kind of figuring that out as they go, what works for them. So the number one action step we want to talk about today is to identify the growth need. So again, we want to identify what is that area of growth that, that you want to work on. And this can cover a range of topics, uh, vocations, uh, various uh, categories. Maybe it covers, maybe it's a mentor. It covers multiple categories for you, but can also benefit, it can benefit you too to have a mentor. It really helps you in one area. Um, and and there's really not a right or wrong here, but just some things to think about. If you're, if you're like, well, what, what are you talking about? What, what are those categories that you want me to, to identify? Well, here's some examples. Work is the obvious one. So, uh, a work mentor uh, mentorship is is hugely beneficial. Uh, most of us have to have some type of work, some type of income, uh, whether we work for ourselves or we work for a corporation. It really doesn't matter. You you're going to have struggles and and things you want to grow at work and in your career as a uh, as a whole. So work is the biggie. That's an easy one. Uh, spiritual uh, spiritual is a category. So. Uh, whether you're religious or not, or spiritual or not, um, that you know that that may be something you want to explore, and uh, and we'll talk more about that. It this this definitely keys in big time on trust and really getting to know that person. But all of these categories actually do. Uh, um, and let's see, uh, next category that I thought about mentioning was health. Health is a huge area uh, that you could have mentorship from someone that's. Uh, maybe been down that path. That's the idea we really want from a mentor is someone that's been down the path before us and can give us things to do, things to not do, which I think are the more important ones sometimes. Uh, so health is a big one. Financial mentorship is fantastic. This this doesn't have as much to do with work and career as you might think. This has to do with you know how how you manage your finances, you know, saving and investing and how you think about money from the big picture. I think those are all uh, up for grabs there and much more. Uh, productivity is another one uh, that is uh, is a great opportunity to mentor 
or be mentored on. I've I've had productivity mentors and and I have mentored others on productivity things. So um so that's near and dear to my heart. As you might imagine, we're all different. Everyone has different needs for growth, different areas. You will find other categories that I didn't mention. Uh so I'd love to hear, you know, you can definitely tweet us at um at go serve others. And let us know uh, if you've got other categories that, that we should think about and include. I'd love to hear that feedback. Um, but, but it's individual. And it really doesn't matter uh, what you want to grow in. Uh, you can find a mentor to help you with that. The key is, is, is finding that mentor who can help you and is interested in helping with that. Maybe feels qualified. So let's go to number two. Number one was identify the growth need. But let's jump to number two. Identify a possible mentor. So this is this is the tricky one I think of the of all of these. This is number 2 is probably the more challenging one. So first off, you can have multiple mentors at the same time. Um I if you're new to mentorship, it's probably a great idea to start with one mentor and kind of learn about the process. Uh you'll actually uh get to a place where you could mentor others on how to have mentorships, but just start with one mentor to start with. It's it's a lot to manage a lot to think about, but over time, this just becomes a this all of this process becomes can become a secondary nature kind of thing where you actually can have multiple mentors at different times. There are certain topics you just know I can go to this person and talk to them about, uh, set up a meeting, uh, time to chat, and and what that looks like. Uh, but also, you can have multiple mentors over a lifetime. So, uh, you know, this is something that is repeatable. Uh, and it's also, you're going to have situations where mentors come in and out of your life. You may have a mentor for various reasons that's in your life for six months. You might have a mentor that's in your life for 20 years. There's nothing wrong with any of this, no expectations. So don't feel like, you know, you, first of all, setting too high expectations can be really challenging in a situation. You want to really set expectations so that everyone involved in this relationship, mentor, mentee actually has some um uh benefit um out of out of this um it's it's kind of it's one of those things where you know, a lot of times we say it's not about you but this is kind of about you it's about them it's about the relationship so everybody should get something out of it and there's nothing at all wrong with that uh in this in this situation um so you want to have patience when you're looking for a mentor it might be super easy to identify one. Right now, you're listening to this podcast, you may go, oh, I've got a great idea. I know exactly who could help me with um, you know, financial growth or something like that. Um, and, and a lot of times it may be like, I have no idea who I would, who I would pick. It's going to take me more time to think on that. Um, and keep in mind, I did say who you're going to pick. You may have an idea of who could be a mentor, and it also doesn't work out. So keep that in mind. Uh, it's a big ask of someone. We'll talk about that in, in in uh, item uh, important item three, but uh, but it is something that um, you know you can you can attempt to set up a mentor relationship with someone, and they may they may decline it, and there's nothing wrong with that, and just respect that and move on. But there's probably already people in your life that can mentor you, and maybe they do it informally already. That's something to think about, and you could more formalize it. You could choose to, to, uh, to formalize that relationship even more and just say, Hey, we're, you're kind of already doing this for me. Um, we, we already, I already go to you with questions. Would you mind 
maybe more formalizing that relationship a little bit and talk about what that means. And that's another thing that we'll be talking about in this series. But, you know, what does that, what does that look like? It also may be that you are like, find the way the relationship is currently and, and you get benefit out of the way it is. You don't need to formalize anything. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, you can kind of continue to look. Is there another mentor uh, for another uh, category that we talked about uh, that, that would help? If you don't, if you can't think of someone who could mentor you, think about those who might be able to recommend a mentor. Others in your life you trust who might be able to uh, help you find one. This is, um, that's just using your network. Uh, it's, it's a great way to do it. And um, so, so some of the things I want to mention here, remember that mentorship is a relationship. It involves some key components. It involves trust. It involves, it involves respect and those mutual expectations, having those expectations set so that you kind of know what each person expects out of the relationship and how it's going to work with the attitude that, you know, if we get into it and things aren't working out because of schedules or other things, that you've got other, you, you, you can adjust that. That's not a, there's no hard and fast rules about those expectations. You're just going to try some things. It's an experiment of sorts. And, it, and of course, you're two individuals coming together to do this, this mentorship thing. So um, there's, there's lots of variables going on. You just have to try what works and what doesn't. But, um, but basically, understanding that mentors, mentees, should both get something out of that relationship for it to be healthy. I think that's real important. Number three uh, of our important list of, of items here, of, of those action steps on how to find that mentor and create that relationship. Number three is ask to meet with a possible mentor. So after you've identified the growth need, number one, and number two, you've identified a possible mentor, then you can contact the mentor and ask to meet. Uh, you want to say, I would like to talk to you about having a formal mentor relationship a mentorship relationship. It's a lot of ships going on there. Um, and an important part here is the person might be super caught off guard. Maybe they've never mentored before. Maybe they've not thought about this either. So a good thing to do when you bring this up is to say, I'm, I'm going to step you through my thoughts on what I'm asking. You don't have to prepare anything. You don't have to come to the meeting with any notes or charts or um, diagrams, anything. I, I just would like to have you there to listen, but that also puts a lot on you. You need to make sure that you can um, explain what you're looking for. And so it's good to do this over a, a coffee or a meal. Do it somewhere where there's not any devices. You can, you can talk, you know, look in each other's eyes, have a conversation specific about this um, new relationship, and, and just talk. You know, not checking the phones, not checking, not laptops are closed, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that's real important. And it sets up a lot of expectations, which that is a good thing to do for all of the conversations you have with a mentor anyway, is to not, not be engaged in other things because you will not get as much out of the relationship. So um, this is a big ask. I mentioned that previously. Asking someone to be a mentor um, is a huge ask, and that's okay. But everything has to start with that mutually agreed upon set of expectations and a, a mentorship framework, well, I call it a mentorship framework, meaning that we're going to structure how this works. And um, we're going to talk through it at first meeting. Here are some initial ideas how to kickstart it. And that could be things like, I want to uh, meet with you once a quarter. 
Um, or maybe we don't have regularly scheduled meetings, but, but I'm asking if you would help me uh, when I have these types of questions and these types of um, concerns that we could, on an ad hoc basis, set up a meeting. I think it's good to start with a schedule of some sort. Don't be too ambitious, though, on that schedule. Don't try to you know, do something that you're not going to be able to, to, to do, either one of you. Like, don't say, well, let's, let's do this once a week. We have this meeting. It's hard for me to judge what would work, you know, in every case, but I would, I would bet that once a week is probably too much based on schedules and things. So maybe start out, you know, with, uh, with once a month, see how it goes from there. I feel like that's a good starter. You might find out that once a quarter is better. You might find out once a week is better. But, um, but think about things like schedules. Think about expectations and, and communicating to the mentor, possible mentor of, of like, you know, this is what I'm looking for. I just want to sit down and, and, and just talk about, uh, you seem to be real healthy. You've done a lot of great things. I'd like to just talk to you occasionally about what you're doing lately on improving health. What are the new, uh, people like to call them life hacks or whatever, but what are those things that you're doing now that maybe I should try or not try? You know, what doesn't work? What doesn't make sense? That really can, uh, set a possible mentor at ease because they don't, they, they, uh, they may not feel like this is such a burden uh, to take on. It's just friendly conversation and just them chatting about things. That's really ultimately what you're asking for. You want to have a have a person to ask those questions of. And this isn't this isn't for venting. Mentorship's not for venting. Now you can talk about the struggles you have, but you need to keep things on a positive tone. So um, so again, it is a big ask, but you by setting up exactly how you would like you propose for this to work. Spend some time thinking through that and, and make sure that you can communicate that effectively. Uh, follow up email maybe after you meet, just reframing those things can super help. Uh, and I would give after the meeting, if the person's just not, if they're, if they're not jumping on, yeah, I'll do it. And that's great. I'm super excited. Make sure to tell them that, you know, it's a big ask. But um, don't pressure anybody to answer. This is not a sales thing. Don't add, don't try to put the pressure on them to answer if they're going to be a mentor for you or not. If you know, give them the opportunity. Give them the the um, give them the opportunity to think about it and and get back with you. There's nothing at all wrong with that. Um, so give them that opportunity so they don't have to even ask for it. So we want to make sure that they feel they can come back and and you know accept or not accept, uh, and maybe even if they don't accept, they may have other ideas or maybe someone else that could mentor you. But, um, some other things you want to do too is, um, you want to kind of lead off your meeting with helping the mentor understand the desire that you have for growth and why you think they do a great job. I think that really can help them understand where you're coming from and the value that you feel that they will bring. Because a lot of any of us that have ever been asked to be a mentor uh, formally like this, it's a little strange because it puts you in a strange feeling maybe like, um, like I'm, I'm not deserving of that. I don't know what, it, what could I possibly tell. But having, having a, um, a possible uh, a person asking me to be a mentor, it can help me a ton just to understand where they're coming from and why they see the value in me, not to boost my ego or anything like that, but, but really to, uh, for me to understand what that relationship's going to look like, what they would like out of it. I may be able to, at that point, agree with them. Like, I, okay, I can see where you're coming from. That makes a lot of sense. Or I could say, actually, I don't know that I can 
I don't know if I can bring that uh, to the table or not, but it, it, it's a good way to lead in the conversation. So again, begin with a communication plan, your schedule, how you want to kind of do this. Uh, this is, this is a, something that's going to change over time uh, as you have meetings and discuss things. You guys you both need, you need to make sure mentor and, and mentee both have the, both understand that they can make adjustments to how everything works. And at any point in time, you can um, say, hey, we're, we're going to break off that relationship or we'll, we'll move from more of a formal relationship to kind of just this informal. We're friends and we're hanging out, you know, occasionally, but nothing so formal. So uh, you need to make sure that everybody that the involved knows that they can always, they can step away from this. And this is not a long-term commitment by any means at all. Um, it's just a commitment to, for the next meeting. That's all it is every time. It's a commitment for, okay, let's get together again. Let's do this. We're both getting value out of it. So in the next episode, we'll walk through um, getting the most out of your mentorship, um, which I'm kind of excited about. I touched on some, I think, some clues on that already, but really want to dive into uh, getting the most out of, out of your mentorship. So once again, those three important action steps we talked about today, just to recap how to start that mentorship relationship. Number one, identify the growth need. Number two, identify a possible mentor. This is kind of, or, you know, could be multiple mentors, but here's some folks that I think would work. A lot of times it's going to be one person comes to mind easily. And number three, ask to meet with a possible mentor that you've selected. Um, so uh, I hope that uh, helps and we'll kick in next week with this uh, part two in this series. I'm super excited about it. Um, thank you for being a part of this episode. Remember that we can all lead, mentor, and serve.